Blog Talk Radio. Hi, Psychic America. This is Tracy Brown coming to you today, May 31st, 2014. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, what do I have to talk about today? Um, not much, really. Not much. Um, as you all know, I go to see my grandson. Oh, yeah, I got two more cards missing. I go to see my grandson every uh, Saturday. And um, I saw him again today. I got a couple of pictures that I might post on the Internet. Let me just see. Seriously, sometimes I don't post the pictures if I don't look good. He doesn't have to look good in the pictures, but I do. And some of these are pretty good. I don't know. I'll decide. Nah, most of them are horrible. Um, he's so cute. He's the cutest kid I've ever seen. In any case, I went to go see him today. And, you know, the pleasure. I might choose this one. It's a little blurry. I might choose this one. Oh, that one. He's so cute. In any case, um, I went to go see my grandson today. Love, love, love my baby. Um, so today, oh, was it a was it a slow news week? Let me see something. Sean and I was going to do the third eye view yesterday. That didn't turn out so well for whatever reason. Sad about that. So we didn't get to do the third eye view, um, which makes me sad because I enjoy Sean. Um, let me just make sure. Okay. Um, but there was, you know, some things going on, and when you're not in the right frame of mind, it's so unhealthy to do um, any reading. So we didn't get to third eye, get to do the third eye view, which is okay. But we were going to do, by the way, we'll do it next week because RuPaul has this contest of sorts, <clears throat> and we were going to do uh, the winner, which I think her name is. Check her name on the internet. I think her name is Brianna or something. And we were going to check to see if she could wind up being the next RuPaul, which is very interesting because I remember when RuPaul uh, wanted to pull himself away from being a drag queen. He just wanted to be known as a man. And that looked, didn't work out so well. And then this new RuPaul thing came out and, you know, brought his money back image works for him, unfortunately. Um, so I never know what RuPaul is, by the way. When I say unfortunately, I say it for him, but I never know who he is. RuPaul's winner. So Sean wanted to see if this person was the next RuPaul. And that would be a, that would be a little scandalous. That means she would be taking some money away from RuPaul. So come on, Cutest well for some reason. In any case, I got a couple of people on the line. Oh. I thought um I thought Sean said it was um I mean it was something else for one second. Who's Paul? 
Oh, well, my computer's a little slow, um, so I won't worry about it just now. But my computer's a little slow. But in any case, we're going to do this. We're going to do a video on the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race. Let's see if I can find her name real quick. Because I'm so interested. We're going to get to do it on Bianca Del Rio. Yeah. She looks just like a drag queen. <laughs> she looks like a drag queen. Um, and Sean wanted to see if she could be the next RuPaul or I guess replace RuPaul or give RuPaul a little run for uh, his money. And so that's going to be amazing to, to check out. So we didn't get to do it yesterday. You know, Sean was, you know, he, you know, there was things going on with him, but we will definitely do it next week. So, And that's why I love Sean, because he brings the right amount of diversity. In any case, Today, we have a new segment, um, and I hope you guys um, like get, get the segment. The segment is called Malcolm, the Ordinary Political Guy. The word ordinary is very, very important because I'm a psychic, <laughs> and that's all I care about is psychic stuff. However... There are so many times when there's sports things going on. You know, that we always have these sports scandals, like Michael Sam was the most recent uh, scandal, and Michael Sam um, is the first openly gay athlete in the NFL, in the NFL. It's really important. So, but that being said, because I don't know sports, um, this new segment, Malcolm, the ordinary political guy, would know or would be able to tell me, oh, no, 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 there's, you know, there's been gay guys that come out after they've retired, after they, you know, left, blah, 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 blah. And these are like the history or, um, or just like the passion for sports. Like, I don't have that. But sometimes when you hear people talk about sports, that's when I get my impressions, and I go, oh, okay, so that kind of makes sense now. So now I'm going to do a video on this because I'm getting the history from someone that has, you know, a high interest in sports or a high interest in politics. So first, I was going to bring Malcolm on to be the sports guy, and then I thought about it because that guy Snowden, uh, Edward, Edward Snowden, um, that's all political and military and NSA I don't know nothing about that. And so, um, and, and Malcolm uh, has the interest in that kind of stuff. So, we have a new segment today, and I hope you guys enjoy it. And with that being said, I have to find, hold on a second, I'm the worst host. So, with that being said, Malcolm, you're on the line. Hey, Tracy, how are you doing today? <laughs> Not bad, Malcolm. How are you? Just fabulous, just fabulous. Now, it's funny that you responded with, hey, Tracy, because I knew you were going to respond that way. You're psychic, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't want to tell you. Because then I said you would have changed it up on purpose. I was like, I know how he's going to respond. He's going to respond, hey, Tracy. And that's exactly what you did. I don't know if that's psychic or if that's just 
probably a little bit of both, right? I think you're a, a hey kind of person. I think you're a hey, Tom. Hey, Malik. I think you're a hey person. I am a hey person, so not to call people hey, but they're hey. But anyway, um, you were talking about Michael <laughs> Sams, right? Yes, I was. Yeah. You know, now, keep this in mind. Uh, Homosexuals are a certain percentage of our population, so it stands to reason that That's in right. the NBA, in the NFL, mm-hmm. in Major League Baseball, in professional hockey, there are mm-hmm. gay men in there already. They just right. not admitting to it because of the culture, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. So here's this mm-hmm. guy who was a, uh, a top defensive player in his uh, conference that he played in college, and he came out before the draft. I don't know right. why it's a big deal, but you know that's, that's our society, right? Well, it's a big deal because it's a big deal. It's the first. <laughs> yeah, but, so but he, he likes it. He likes it. You he know, but it, the thing about professional drive. sports, you know, mm-hmm. people have said it would break up the locker rooms and all that stuff, but you know, honestly. Mm-hmm. Professional sports is all about one thing, well, two things, winning and money. And if this guy is able to come to the team that picked him and is able to contribute to where they can win, which in turn will bring them money, everybody will be happy. Now, if he can't play, that's going to be a problem, but it's not going to be because of his sexuality. Okay, but here's a really good point when you say that. He actually came to the table with sponsors. Well, he came with money. He came with certain sponsors because came out, which, you know, may have been a, a calculated thing on his part as well. I mean, um, because being the first openly gay player in the NFL, you know, there are going to be mm-hmm. some companies that are going to be interested in that stand and, and they're going to endorse him. Just like, you know, you look at any sport and their athletes are getting endorsements. Kobe Bryant yeah. gets endorsements. You know. uh, yeah. LeBron Gaines gets endorsements. Usually they're going after the high-profile member. You know, they're not just going to pick the third guy on the bench, but they're going to pick yeah. somebody. And, mm-hmm. you know, and so this guy comes out as openly gay. Well, that opens the door for a lot of companies that might want to take advantage of that. I mean. That's right. That's right. I mean, there's a That's commercial right. that, you know, uh, there's a guy who plays for the Pittsburgh Steelers. The name is Troy Palomalu, right? Mm-hmm. And for years he's been doing, you know, these uh, shampoo commercials because he's got this low, long flowing hair that comes out of the back of his helmet. So oh. he gets shampoo commercials. Not the mm. most manly thing in the world. I mean. Right. But good money. You go back to, you go back to the, the 670s where, where Joe Namath, who was a, who's a Hall of Famer in NFL, played for the New he York He did Jets. shampoo. Yeah. He did shampoo. He did pantyhose. He did pantyhose? He did pantyhose. No. <laughs> so. Wait, the what? The NFL might be looking for, I mean, or professional sports might be looking for a guy who could say, and not that openly gay guys would wear pantyhose. They are not saying that. I'm just saying there might be a market for certain companies that would embrace him because of his sexuality. That's all. 
That's right. And That's it really right. doesn't matter because if he, it, what's really going to come down to it, can he play at the level that he's being that he's being charged with? Well, it's he has interesting to play you at should the say. Level. It's interesting that you should say, does it really matter? Because it could matter. Not his gayness, kind of, sort of, kind of. It's going to play a role into it because he was also doubted. That's maybe that's a good word, doubted. Um, to do this reality show with Oprah Winfrey's production company own. Um, okay. mm-hmm. and was that prior to was that prior to him coming out or was this uh, before he now came out? Oprah, I'm, I'm sure it was, was not before he came out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I believe it was mm-hmm. after, but I can't prove it. But the information didn't come out until onto the internet until after. And then the NFL was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're not even an NFL player yet. So we're not going to do a reality show right now. We love the fact that well, you're gay. We love the fact that you're here. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. What I was going to say, Tracy, you've you got to understand, all of these professional leagues are a brand, and mm-hmm. he's not a member of it yet. And they don't want to do, have anything that could hurt their brand. So the NFL was like, no, you can't do a reality TV show. Give it a year. The the, the NFL actually does a reality TV show every year called Hard Knocks, where it follows a particular team through training camp. They don't want – so what I'm saying is that they're very, very cautious on how they allow their players and their coaches to be shown. Right. So – they're not going to let some player go up on his own and start doing this on his own without some kind of okay. And he hasn't played a snap in the league yet, so I'm, I'm not surprised. They said, oh, no, 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 back off of that one. Right, right. Malcolm, give me one second. I just got noticed that um, maybe the show's a little muffled. I'm going to keep you on the line. I'm just going to pull somebody else into the line and see if they can hear us. So give me one second, okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna call you back. Hi, hi, five hundred four. Hi, Trace. It's Ashley. Hi, Ash. It's Ashley G. Yes, Ashley G. Hi, hi, honey. How are you? Can I ask you a quick question? Can you hear the yes. show? Yes, I can hear. Okay, I'm going to put you back on hold, but you will be the first one once we're done with this segment. So don't get off the line, okay? I won't. I have patience. Okay, good. Thank you, honey. You're welcome. Hey, Malcolm. Tracy. Okay, good. I just want to make sure somebody could hear it, so... You just uh, text this other person and let them know that it may be their phone. Um, so getting off of um, Michael Sam, is, is it okay to move on to another topic also in sports, though? Uh, it's fine with me. Okay. Whatever topic so. you'd like to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> well, Malcolm, the Internet shows that Donald Sterling, the owner of the Clippers was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. 
Is that a surprise? I mean, have you seen his interviews? I mean, really? <laughs> they should have checked him for that, you know, a while ago. Right away. They should have checked him right away. He's officially diagnosed nuts now. And I'm not putting down Alzheimer's people, so please forgive me. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it explains a lot. Well, it explains, it explains some. It explains some. You know, the problem is uh, he kind of is who he is and has been that way for a long time. So unless you're saying he's had Alzheimer's for the last 30 years, um, <laughs> I don't know. He's not been a very nice guy for a long time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But you know what? With with the diagnosis of Alzheimer's um, and not being divorced from your wife yet, she now can have power of attorney over everything. Well, I mean, if you believe what they're saying in the media – he already gave her the, the the rights to sell the team, and she promptly made a deal to sell the team, although he now wants to sue the NBA. It sounds like he it might, you know, I guess that goes with Alzheimer's. He forgets what he did. So he gave his wife the rights to negotiate a deal, and yes. she did. And the league is like, great, sounds like a great deal for us. So, they canceled the appointment on for June 3rd. Did you know that? Yep. Yes, I did know that. I mean, and I think, actually, I thought that was a little premature. Uh, really? Even though I, I do understand that uh, Shelly Sterling has made this deal, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me it would be wise for the owners maybe to meet. I don't know what, you know, they're only meeting to vote on whether they were going to kick him out. So I guess if the wife mm-hmm. made a deal, you don't necessarily have to have that vote and you know, we'll go from there. Uh, Donald Sterling also announced that he's suing the league for a billion dollars. So the funny a thing about that is, is two billion. One, no, he, billion they're selling the team for two billion. He's suing right. the league for one billion. But yeah. in the deal that in the deal that the wife made, uh, and what the league approved, there's a. Uh, a clause in that says that the Sterlings can't sue the league. So I don't know how this is actually going to work out. It's a little complicated well, a right now. <laughs> wait a second. That doesn't make sense, though. So It does not make Well, it, it probably makes sense if you have Alzheimer's. So I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so there's a stipulation which Shirley Sterling that she will not sue the league. Shelly. And yet, Shelly, Shelly Sterling, it's, it's like seashore for the seashore. And then Donald is suing anyway for a billion, for a million. Or something. Pretty much. He, you know, after, after his wife made the deal, and part of the stipulation was that nobody from the Sterling family or the organization would sue the NBA. You know, right. after she right. she announced the deal and the league is, is a, quickly going to approve the deal, I think I told you right. this prior, the league's interest is it's all about the money and they needed to get him out because yes. it wasn't that he's a racist or a crazy person, it's that he started affecting their bottom line, which is the money. And when the, when the, the league came to that conclusion, 
that was the the thing that made them say, oh, he's got to go. We can't have him. It's all about right. the money. And he started messing right. with the money. So you got to go. So this, we can get anybody so this, else. Yeah. So this new owner, um, ex-CEO of Microsoft. Okay. Um, does he become the sole owner at this point? Like, is he... Well, if is he bringing thing. in... Like, uh-huh. Here's the thing. Usually when you have people buying franchises, there's usually mm-hmm. minority owners involved. Who's well, who okay. can say in this case? I mean, certainly he has the money to do it. Right. So he could be the sole owner, I mean, if he's doing it that way. But a lot of times, like when Magic Johnson's group bought the Dodgers, Magic Johnson's actually a minority owner in that, that organization. He's, but he's the face of the ownership because right. everybody knows Magic Johnson. It looks mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, who knows? I mean, when when after the deal goes through, you'll be able to find out if they're minority owners or if you know, or if he's the sole owner. It, but this guy, Steve Baller, he could actually be and the face because he's carrying the Microsoft name. He could be all of that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you know, and see, I wouldn't even speculate on that because, at the end of the day, um, he does have the money, and which yeah. is the only thing that's important. <laughs> he has the money, so that's a right. lot of times when you're buying these professional franchises, because there's so much money involved, they will come in as groups. Because when it was first announced that the league wanted to sell the franchise, there were a lot of groups that came out of the woodworks. And, you know, one of the group was a group with Oprah and uh, the guy from Disney. What's his name? Um, I don't know. But there, there were a number of groups that came out and said they would be interested in purchasing the, the, the organization. Right. So. So, okay. So do you think that um, – What's the, what's the guy's name that um, finds Donald Sterling? I keep wanting to call him Steve, but I know his name isn't Steve. The skinny, guy, um, the skinny guy with the glasses. Say that again? The, um, the guy that came on TV to dismiss Sterling and he find him $25 million. What's his name? Silver. Is he the commissioner? Silver, Silver. Do you think like Silver or the NBA wants this to be done as quickly as possible? That's, you know, like yes. just so they can just get back on track? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. They want this to be done as quickly as possible and as quietly right. as possible because they wanted to yeah. get rid of this guy. I mean, they probably wanted to get rid of him for a long time, but they didn't have any real reason. I mean, because you have to understand Donald Sterling's oh. history. It has, he has this, he's had this franchise since, what, 82? And for the majority yeah. of the time, he's run it into the ground. I mean, he ran it as a business that was losing money. He didn't, you know, every time they got close to being a contender, he snatched the rug out from the people, and uh, he did not allow them to be a contender. Because it takes mm-hmm. a lot of things put together to, to make a successful franchise in any sport. 
And, you know, you got to have good coaching, you got to have good talent, you have to have good front office people. And Donald Sterling is, 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 you know, he's kind of like the poster boy of of how to run a franchise into the ground. So So just lately, you know, they've been making some really good moves and they got the talent and then they went out and got the coach. And they had the front mm-hmm. office people. The front office people were the ones that put together the talent. So, you know, it's like a domino effect. You get the front office, you get the talent, yeah. you get the coaching, and you can be a contender. I see. Okay. So at this stage of the game, it's too much attention on the NBA. And by the time they come back, I said, do you think, like, it's too much attention on the NBA? By the time they come back, they'd like to have, like, this clean slate? Oh, they want to get – they want – well, see, there's a couple of problems with Donald Sterling being around at the start of the next season. You have one of them is the players. The players are in mass are upset. So they actually talked about boycotting the playoffs because of this guy being involved. But, you know, the league quickly stepped in and suspended him for, you know, life. <laughs> so the players were appeased a little bit. But you can't go on the next season with this guy still hanging around because, you know, it starts to affect – their ability, and then you have a lot of corporate sponsorships pull out because they don't want to have anything to do with them as well. Yeah, you know, it's there's a controversy, so right? For the league, say, the oh no, he sale. has to be gone. Now, uh-huh. it could be anybody really that takes for it's just not him. Mm-hmm. Just not him, you know. And you know, if anybody would have a question, just go back to the Anderson Cooper interview that Donald Sterling did and the yeah. man is out of his mind. He, the league can't afford that. They, he, he could have helped himself in that interview, but he did nothing but harm himself. You know, and I have you, to you would think that he'd have somebody around him that would say, man, you need up. to just sit down and shut up. Just be quiet. Don't, don't give the interview, Malcolm. Don't Don't give the interview. And if you do... Minimize your language. Minimize your words. Like, you can just – I've seen this time and time again. Paul, Paula Dean did it with um, Matt Lauer. Donald Sterling did it. The, the girlfriend, the girlfriend V with Barbara uh, Walters. Yeah, Billy Rabbit, six of her kids. <laughs> like, what did she say? Barbara said something. She says, I'm his little rabbit. She said, that, like, she's his, she said that she was his silly rabbit. Mm-hmm. Silly rabbit, yep. tricks like a kid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I just can't help that one. That's a huge crack up. Well, that brings me to another point, though, because she said, or she insinuated, I don't think she quite didn't say it, but she, I thought she insinuated she never slept with Donald Sterling. And she seemed to be kind of adamant. Thank you. But Donald Sterling said, he gave some graphic description well let me just put it this way he gave her uh, property he gave her cars uh-huh. I think she probably slept with him I'm just thinking I don't know I mean the only people that really know are them but uh-huh. well, I'm sure he I'm sure he has people she well I don't know if she has people she's just a young girl but yeah um, there are people that know that this either happened or it didn't happen. And but he did give her a lot of property for a person who didn't sleep with him. I, I think that would be uh, But 
But here's the thing, Malcolm. None of us are speculating. The two people that are in the middle of this, one said no, and she seems, in her body language, and her dialogue, she seems to think, let lead us to believe that she was an assistant. The other person that was there was adamant. And he said something like, what did he say? She was, I don't know, he said she was amazing or she was she was an animal. Like she was an, an animal, animal in bed. So the thing is this. First of all, he's got Alzheimer's. Not to say that he didn't experience it, but, you know, you can make the argument and he's forgetful and crazy. Uh, you can make That's that argument. That's a good point. That's a good point. Now. Uh, he's now been diagnosed but, with Alzheimer's. But you can also make the argument that she is not wanting to look like just you know, I don't want to use, you know, bad terms for it because I could use some, but she doesn't want to look bad, so she doesn't want to admit to having slept with him to get this stuff. Okay. Good point. That's another good point. So, you and don't I know where the truth lies. Yeah, you okay. don't know where the truth lies. I, I actually, you know, it doesn't matter if you slept with him or not to me. <laughs> Did or didn't. <laughs> well, it matters in terms of how intimate she was that she could get this recording of him. So it kind of did matter in the beginning, you know. But I think you made a really good point. Hmm? The thing is, he never denied that that was him on the recording. Nobody ever said that, uh, oh, that's not Donald Sterling's voice. That's not Donald (laughs) Sterling's words. Nobody denied that. So, I mean, I was, and that's why the NBA came down and Commissioner Silver came out and said, we have no doubt that this is him and this is what our penalty will be for him being him. Mm-hmm. So. Well, it remains to be seen exactly what is going to go down with um, the Clippers, but it does look like it's going to progress smoothly from this point on. Um, I think we are going to still hear Donald Sterling because he's so nutty now that I think he just wants to make a public spectacle, whether he does it consciously or unconsciously. He's been now been diagnosed with Alzheimer's, and I don't know if it matters. So it's no longer going to be well, funny yeah, in it. I would think that somebody in his close circle, family, friends, children, would Doctor. try to pull him aside and shut him down. It's time to pull back. I don't know what what you can do with Alzheimer's, but they do have a lot of money, and I can't imagine that he's somebody's going to take over power of attorney of his of all his affairs, not just you know to sell of the Clippers. Like he's got much more than that. He's got real estate property out there. So, and by the way, he's not divorced from his wife, so she's going to own all of that in a minute. You know? Which is why she made a deal very quickly for $2 billion. Deals a billion. Oh, this, you know, the league was, was going to act the way they were going to act. So for them to make this deal and make it quickly for the amount of money, it's the smartest move. Make the, make yeah. the deal. It's $2 billion. Make the deal. Make it fast. Right. Make it work. Then, right. And you can throw as many games as you want. You have $2 billion. Yeah, I guess. Oh, I can't even imagine that much money. 
<laughs> Nobody can. That's that's not imaginable money for normal people. It almost gave you chills for a minute. Well, I mean, two million for for a regular person is a two hundred thousand for a regular person is like wow, that's a lot of money. Two billion yeah. is a number that's just I mean, you can't imagine it. It's just you can't picture that much money in any one place. Well, I mean, I just, just talking about. 200000 or 250000 you know, that was a nice payday for the person that sold the Jay-Z Solange by to TMZ. That person was paid 250000 That's crazy. Allegedly. And, and, but Allegedly. the hotel where they worked said that they're going to come after them for that, some of that money or maybe all of it. So, I mean, who knows? Really? I don't know if it was worth it. <laughs> That's true. I don't know if it was worth it. That's true. Interesting. If they get oh, to keep God. the money, well, if they get to keep the money, yeah, it's probably worth it. But if if, if the organization comes back, if, he, if the person so, uh, signed any kind of non-disclosure agreement and disclosed, they can take it. But is it thievery, <laughs> though? They, what was if, your question? Even if it has nothing to do with the non-disclosure isn't isn't it isn't it a theft? It is a theft. I mean, it's a crime now. I would think. And again, the hotel said they were coming after the person who did it. They fired them immediately and said they would go yeah. after them both, both in civil court and criminal court. So I don't know how that works uh, out because that is not me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not the one either. But it was a nice payday, so <laughs> I hope you it was, enjoyed it's it. A, it's a nice payday, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, if, I you hope can, you enjoyed if, it. if you can keep the money. If you can keep the okay. money. Yeah. One last topic, which is completely okay. off the sports. I was going to bring up Mark Cuban, but Mark Cuban kind of makes me sick to my stomach. He's a, he's a young, I think he's a young version of Donald Sterling. And I think oh, not even years. close. Not even close. No, I, I disagree. What do, you, what do you mean? He's a foul mouth, loud mouth, obnoxious, spoiled brat. You don't think he's going to wind up one day in the same position as Donald Sterling with his big mouth? Well, I mean, Mark Cuban says a lot of things, and he may be a lot of things, but the difference between him and Donald Sterling is uh, Mark Cuban worked for his money. He came up the old-fashioned way, and I mean, well, he's not old-fashioned. Okay. Way. He luckily sold his company to Yahoo, made a ton of money, right? But mm-hmm. uh, as an owner in the league, he's a very—he's more—he's more like Jerry Jones, who owns the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, very wants to be hands-on in, in the organization. Heck, if you watch the league, he sits behind his players during the game. He's there in a T-shirt and jeans, and he's hugging them when they come off the court. Donald Sterling was never that type of owner. Mark Cuban does that? Mark Cuban does that, yes. Oh. I don't know. He, he, <laughs> I'm surprised he's not tiling them off when they come off. Cause he, I mean, he literally is hugging these guys when they come off the court. Really? Oh, see? I don't know these things. Okay. Well, you don't I'll, watch I'll sports. Watch <laughs> I don't watch sports. <laughs> if you watch sports, know, you might see it. I know he's passionate, and I do know. 
because I checked this out on the internet. That's the only like um, information I get it through the internet. Where he accused, he got some former FBI blah 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 playoff um, to see if the referees drew the game. So I know he's passionate about his people. Like he's well. I, see, I mean, maybe, and, and he says that because. Crazy too. Well, but, I mean, you've got to understand professional sports, especially on the NBA level, it, it's a lot of the, the referee calls can be subjective because there are a lot of things they don't call in every game. I mean, 90% of it, well, 90, all of the NBA players travel on a regular basis, which is a, a an infraction. But it's hardly ever called. But every blue moment they'll call it. Most plays, there's fouls being given, but they're not called. But in certain instances, they call it. So, of course... There's a lot of people out there that there's conspiracies everywhere as far as, you know, you didn't call that against my team, but you called it, you know, against the other team. So it, it Mark Cuban so he, lost he's a like series. Huh? Like, he basically. Huh? Okay. He reminds me of, like, Papa Bear. Like, in Staten Island, where I'm from, there's, like, they're sports crazy. They're baseball crazy. And so the parents will – He'll punch the referee. Like, it's just crazy what goes on in Italy. Yeah, that, so that happens. he kind of reminds that me of that. But he kind of reminds me of that. Like, he's just, his his team is his baby. Exactly, which is, that's why he's different from Donald Sterling. Because <laughs> Donald oh. Sterling never cared about his baby, whereas Mark Cuban cares a whole lot about his baby. Okay, He might care too enough. much. Okay, If you want to say enough. he's overprotective, I would say that, yes, he's, he's He's all in. Okay. With that being said, Malcolm, that's exactly why I wanted to in- introduce this segment because um, it's interesting, like, what your take is and the knowledge that you have. And um, what I thought where I was comparing Donald Sterling and Mark Cuban together, and you're like, no, no, and these are the reasons why, and you know, he's really very passionate, whereas Donald Sterling never cared about his baby. I appreciate knowing all of that. Yeah, I mean, there are similarities. They're both alpha males kind of guys, you know, big yeah. money, big business. Um, so, yeah. I mean, you can pick up any owner in any league and find that. <laughs> really? So, <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> big money, big egos. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm only now getting involved with all this sports stuff because of the um, YouTube videos that I do. So I just, I'm fascinated now. Like, for me, I just discovered sports. <laughs> all righty then. <laughs> oh, my God. So... Before we end this, I just want to um, talk about one last thing, and this could go on forever, by the way, this topic I'm going to bring up. It could go on forever. It could go on for a week, and that is Snowden. Ed Snowden, yeah. What about that gentleman? Well, I finally watched the interview today um, okay. because I I wanted to be somewhat intelligent Um when I spoke about him today, and here's what I basically got out of Snowden. One, he misses America. He wants to come home. Of course he does. But he's, 
Of course he does. And I think it's ironic, like, don't you think it's ironic that he supposedly tried to expose America for um, infringing upon people's um, privacy and blah, 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 and yet he wound up in a country that does the same thing or worse, Malcolm. I don't think he... I, 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 you know, I don't want to... Because he, he seems to be an, a semi-intelligent guy, although he said he just has a high school education. He seems to be semi-intelligent. Um, semi. Right. So I don't think he had any clue that he would end up in Russia. No, I don't think he did that. That was on his list. But I don't know what he thought he was going to do because, I mean, he worked for the NSA. And he knew mm-hmm. that divulging any type of secrets was pretty much the... Uh, he gave himself, I won't say a death sentence, but they don't mm-hmm. forget. The U.S. government does not forget stuff like this. So, you know, you mm-hmm. couldn't divulge the information and keep going. That's why he left and went to Hong Kong immediately. He wanted to get away. And he wanted yes. to get to someplace that wasn't going to give him back immediately. Well, you know so, where he, he was actually headed to Latin America. Well, because there are a couple of countries in Latin America that will not extradite, you know, because that's what he, he didn't want to have to come back here to face the music because, he, you know, he had to know you can't say these things and not face the music. There's music to be faced here. And whether he did, because he, he's making an argument that he was patriotic and stuff, but my argument to him as a person who was in the military himself, there are things you just cannot say. You might want to say them. You cannot say it because they will make you pay. And if he felt that badly, I would have told him, you need to quit. Because I, I saw the interview as well, and he said he had a grandfather in the FBI. His dad was former military. So mm-hmm. it's not like he didn't know the consequences. Right. When you go into an organization like that, they tell you up front, these are the consequences for his actions. And so it's not a surprise. I just don't understand knowing what the consequences were. Why he would leak it? Just a bad move on his part. Okay, so with that being said, he's delusional, Malcolm. He's a well-spoken delusional. When you, when I listened to the interview today, one of the things that he said a couple of times, and Brian Williams didn't pick up on it right away. The first time he picked it up, picked up on what he said. The second time, and then Brian Williams didn't listen to the answer because he never answered the question because Edward Snowden said still work for the government, Malcolm. Yeah, I know. I heard that. He said that. <laughs> he, well, and, but I don't think he can. It's not like he feels that he works for the government, but he feels that the stuff he has done has been in service. He feels that he gave service to our country. But that's not what he said. It's, I think it's more delusional when he, in the present day, yeah, you, says, "I still work for the, I, you know, I still work for the government." He's, no, he said, "I'm working for the government," which you I'm know, working, yes. So yeah, because you're taking it literally as he's got a job, right? And that's kind of not that's what he's what saying. Sounds like to me, huh? Yeah, but that's not what he's saying. He's saying that huh. his actions are. In, in his own way, he's helping the United States be a better place. That's what he's saying. Oh. Oh, I get it. He, okay. 
see things by what he's done or maybe still has or has the capability of doing still, he's still working for the government. He's still, yes, he's still still working for the government, but it's still against the government? I'm confused. Well, that's where the problem is because, again, as a person who worked, I mean, he worked for the NSA. That's not some small-time operation. Um, And there's a movie that came out years and years ago, Enemy of the State. For those who haven't seen it, see it. It spoke about, you know, what the the government spy techniques years and years ago. And um, so Edward Snowden worked for the NSA. The chief spy uh, organization in our country, I mean, you know, we've got other organizations that do spying, but they don't spy on us. The NSA spies on us. So they probably got oh. tape of this right now. It, it, it's that's what they do. Okay, that's so all that's they that. do. I mean, they not only they spy on us, they spy on everybody. But so let's not get it wrong. Okay. They spy on everybody. Okay, so, so that's the NSA job. The NSA job is to basically. Well, what does the NSA stand for? National Security National Agency. National Security. So. so uh huh. It's, it's a broad umbrella, a very very broad umbrella. So. So part of what they're doing, yes, they're spying us because they want to make sure that things stay on the up and up. You know, whether it works or not, they, you know, that's kind of what they're doing. But doesn't every country have this as well? Like, don't we need that yes. to combat what other countries are doing? Yes. Okay. Russia yeah. has it. China has it. Uh, Israel has it. England, right. France, I mean, you go down the list, everybody kind of got something along the same lines. Now, you know, the difference between different countries are what they feel they're allowed to do. And, mm. you know, I guess Snowden was trying to uh, do was bring it to light because he felt that a lot of what we were doing wasn't right. But mm-hmm. I go back to I don't know. I don't know how he thought that divulging this information was going to ever be okay, ever. Mm, right. They're not that kind of organization. You don't divulge their secrets. You just don't. Right. Right. You know, and, and whether he feels he's right or wrong, he went about it in the wrong manner, and they are going to make him pay. I mean, if he ever comes back here, well, he's going to jail. <laughs> Yeah. For real. Um, I got the impression that that is something that eventually could work, get worked out. I think that he is homesick. And he said that at the end of the interview. He's like, I, I still think he's delusional because he's like, I miss my family. I miss America. And I don't think he aligned that with coming back means going to jail. Like, he's a little delusional. He's a little Well, he is. If he, he's, he's a delusional if he doesn't. Think that he's delusional if he thinks that there's some way that this could be worked out. There's no way that this will be worked out in his favor. That's the impression Sorry. that I got. Well, I mean, that's the, I don't know if it's like what do you call it? That condition was like grandiose, like you have this grandiose idea of yourself that he thinks he can negotiate and walk freely. That's the impression that I got. That. He wants to come back and live a normal life, not go to jail. Like, he doesn't seem to align that anywhere well, with reality. 
Well, if he could contact the, the gentleman who worked for the Army who gave his information to WikiLeaks, name is Bradley Manning, if he could ever find him, get to talk to him, but he can't because Bradley Manning's in, in, in a, a military prison. And who knows when he'll get out. So it's kind of like the same story, different page. Wow. Okay, they both, I get you know, it. There's certain things you mm-hmm. cannot do when you work mm-hmm. for those people. And, you know, probably shouldn't have took the job in the first place. That's what I would tell him. I mean, oh, he talked that's about, the other thing. <gasps> Malcolm, okay. So Edward Snowden, <laughs> after 9-11, actually went to join, okay, I think he, he was said to he tried to join the military. He washed out. It didn't work out for him. Which he broke both legs in training. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, uh, in that's amazing. <laughs> well, I mean, you know what? Military training can can be a little dangerous at times, depending on what branch he was working trying to work out for. But um, you know, he was not qualified, it, it, it Malcolm. He wasn't physically qualified, and to be honest with you, at this stage of the game, it looks like he wasn't mentally qualified to be a part of any military, any government. He's inadequate. Well, you know what? I was in the military, and not everybody in the military is a brain surgeon, so I mean, he's not that different from a lot of other guys in the military. But that's my point, though. My point is he wasn't even physically capable. Well, the physical part, I mean, it, I don't know how he ended up breaking both legs because I've never broken any legs or any other bones, for that matter, knock on wood. But um, right. apparently whatever he did, he... You know, maybe he was a little fragile. I mean, I don't know his history. I don't know his makeup. Uh, yeah. but, but, but when you go into the military service, whatever service you choose, um, mm-hmm. you have to – there are some physical requirements that you're going to have to get past. So, yes. you know, that's just part of the deal. Yes. You know, I can't see him – he doesn't look like the type of joint that tried out for the Marines because the Marines is probably the toughest. Yeah. Uh, you know, and there's other services that require you to do different things. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he, what he tried to sign up for. He couldn't make it. I mean, that's just, you know, so. He couldn't make it. I question, how he got to be, I question how he got to be in the NSA with a high school diploma, with just a high school diploma. That sounds a little odd to me. Mm, I, I mean, I, I would have thought that the NSA, unless he was just this super, super great guy on computers, but. Um, I mean, but wait a second. He was contracted out, so who knows what that means in terms of the agency that the NSA uses for computer techs. But, Tracy, keep this in mind. In order to do that Uh kind of work, you had to have top-secret clearance. That's not an easy thing to get. Top-secret clearance means the FBI has spoken to your friends and family. They've done background Uh checks on you. You don't just give a oh. top-secret clearance. They don't give those out. It's not candy. He had top-secret oh. clearance in order to get to the information that he had. So mm. somebody viewed him as being the right guy at that time. Right. Hmm. Just saying. Just saying. Okay, just saying. <laughs> we did a whole hour. I'm so grateful. Not a problem. Thank Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge on the segment okay. called Malcolm. Uh, huh? No, I was going to say, okay. Uh, hope I didn't bore anybody. 
he didn't trust me. Um, but I'm going to let you go, if you don't mind, because I was looking at the dashboard, and there's quite a few people on. So, and by the way, everyone, we're on for another hour, so don't go anywhere. Um, well, Malcolm, I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. This segment is called Malcolm, the Ordinary Sports Political Guy. An ordinary meaning has nothing to do with psychic people. The or, Malcolm, the Ordinary no. Sports Political Guy. Nothing to do with psychics. Well, thank you for your time, Tracy. Nothing to do with psychics. Huh? I said, well, thank you for your time. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you for calling in and participating. So um, we're going to... Do this again. So I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to send you the link. <laughs> okay? All righty. Well, you have a good day. Thanks, Malcolm. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Okay, guys. Um, you got to learn to stay on the line because... Because you just have to. Because <laughs> I'm going to get to you. Um, 843, you're on the line. Hi, Tracy. It's Lavender11. Hi, Lavender. How are you today? Um, I'm a little bit sick. <laughs> I actually could hear it. You sound nasal. Yeah. Like, is it the weather in New York? Like, is it crazy out there? No, actually, it's it's very nice. It's just uh, the place I used to live in was extremely cold. <laughs> what place did you used to live in? That god-awful place that I was renting from, my so-called family members. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. So what's going on? What's your take on some of the newsworthy stuff this week? You know... I only have maybe two questions, but Go the one it. that's been on my mind most recently is Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Are they ever going to get married? You know what? That's actually a really good question. You know why? I why? read on the Internet that it could get canceled, that they may not go through with their wedding. Huh. Did, they, <laughs> did they ever pick a date? Um, I could have sworn they had one last year, and then it uh-huh. kept getting pushed off maybe, and then I stopped paying mm-hmm. attention to it. But then I guess Brad Pitt got attacked at the Maleficent premiere, so I thought of it again. Okay. So I, I that don't it, know what's going on I with it. I actually heard that it was not going to go down. And... Uh, Mm-hmm. And it triggered something, but not enough for me to, like, do a reading on it. But, but mm-hmm. now that you're mentioning it, it's a good thing to look at because 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, Um, listen, I, listen, it looks to me like 
um, it could move forward and then something mm-hmm. severe happens. Like, it'll be like four months away. It looks like they're going to move forward and something bad happens. So, it sounds like, like what? Well, I mean, my first impression was Angelina Jolie because I know that she had removed her breast. So, that was my <laughs> first impression. The first thing I got was cancer. Oh. So, but I'm not getting any other medical cause. Is it, is it actually cancer? No, I, I think it's going to happen. Hey, okay, I'm going to put it this way. I think what's going to happen is it gets delayed. I think that they're going to have a date, definitely this date, something bad happens. It very well could be, could be cancer. And then Brad Pitt is like, like he makes sure that he marries her. Like it's one of the things that all of a sudden is like nothing else matters. I need to marry this woman. So I do believe it gets delayed and then something bad happens and then they get married anyway. So that's what I'm getting. Um, and I am going to go back to cancer because I was looking for my medical card, and I did find a medical card, but sometimes I have to go digging for something. It kind of bothers me. But my uh-huh. first impression with the, with the first ten cards is that something really, really bad happens, and the first thing I got was it, it could be cancer, it could be a cancer scare, something like that, right? Um, I got it for Angelina Jolie, not for Brad Pitt. Um, I do see delay, but I also see... Um, a celebration, and then, and then the insistence upon getting married, and then I feel like um, she's sick anyway. They get married, and then she gets nurtured during, like after the marriage, something like that. Mm-hmm. So it gets a little confusing as to whether or not um, this actually goes through. There's a there's a secret. There's a, like. Even if she does get sick, but it shows up in the number one card, the number ten card means that, like, something about the illness is a secret. So she's trying really, really hard to either, like, look strong or be strong or she covers herself up or she she goes away for a long period of time all of a sudden. Like, she hides herself for a long period of time um, to make sure that she recovers from this. But that's what I'm getting. And she's still is, on yes, drugs. Then no, then definitely. Is she still on drugs? Oh, that's that's what I always wondered. Whenever I look at that, her, because either what she, she really looks covering up. Is she real? Is she just very sickly, or did she is she having problems with her recovery? Is she sick, or is she is she physically sick, or? Is she still doing drugs? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let's take a look. She's a magician. She's very sneaky, but, no, I guess there's a physical sickness here. Mm-hmm. Well, Hold on a second. No, no, no. I get it's a physical sickness because I actually have other cards that tells me that it's a drug issue. And, yeah, drugs is not really really showing up, but 
a major, major crisis is coming to the family, major, major. Um, I do get that it, this crisis, I think it's medical, um, is the thing that finally fuses them, finally fuses them together. Um, she's a bit of a magician, you know, in a weird kind of way. She still doesn't want to get married in a weird kind of way. She's like, ah, I could take it, I could leave it, whatever. Um, yeah, it, it always seemed to me that Brad was more the one who's for marriage and for long-term relationships than Angie's kind of the one that doesn't really want to be tied down. Yeah, yeah, and I really get that. There's a sickness coming to her because I don't think she ever got cancer. I think she has the gene for cancer, and then she had the double mastectomy. But well, you know, I think, in my opinion, I think that was a lot of publicity. But what? My opinion <laughs> to get sympathy because of like what she's done. Well, I think that she's a very smart woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and she knows how to speak to like regular people, not not just not just fans of celebrities, but regular people, even people who wouldn't care. Yeah. yeah, even people who wouldn't care about her, she knows how to speak to them. But yeah. I, I mean, I think she did it for health reasons, but also at the same time that she made that announcement, Brad had a movie that was coming out that wasn't doing so well. So. <sighs> Oh, and just like Gwyneth Paltrow, she recently said, "You know, I love her, but she, I love her because she says the dumbest things." She she Gwyneth said Paltrow. something, yeah, she said something that was off the wall, and Angie came up with this essay about how celebrities shouldn't complain about anything because they're rich. Celebrity mothers shouldn't complain about anything because they're rich, and it's like. Mm-hmm. To me, okay, that's fine to have that opinion, but did you really need to put down someone else who people don't like in the first place just to get good publicity for yourself? So I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't really. But who like was it. putting down who though? It it was kind of like a like if you're on Twitter, it was a subtweet. It's it's like the mm-hmm. a, I don't know of a published subtweet almost. <laughs> but mm-hmm, but Gordon mm-hmm. said something about being a mother. And I and I guess she and Chris are divorcing, so I think she said something about single motherhood. And a lot of people yeah. didn't like what she had to say because she's very rich. So what does she yeah. have to complain about? So then later on yeah, Angie released that. this article, like an open letter saying that celebrity single mothers shouldn't complain because they're rich. <gasps> So I mean that was just and what and dick. the reaction to it was like oh she's so right but I mean yeah she's right but does she really have to say that especially after Gwyneth made an ass of herself again? Well, first of all, Gwyneth <laughs> is not liked in the public eye, which is unfortunate because I actually like Gwyneth. So I don't understand why people have this <laughs> adversity to her. But here's the thing, people, in terms of being wealthy. And being a single mother, the bottom line is you're a single mother. The thing about co-parenting, it's huge when you have both parents in the house. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Rich or not rich, it's, it's no fun. 
when you have an experience with a child and let's say the baby's working for the first time and you're the only one looking at that baby walking, the daddy's not there. It doesn't matter if you have a lot of money. Emotionally, you're a single parent, and single parenting carries emotional stuff, not financially, financial stuff. So you know what, um, Angelina Jolie, like, it sucks to be, like, like putting that in somebody's face because the bottom line is, when is this going to be a single parent? No money in the world is going to correct that. Trust me, it's a bad feeling. You know? Yeah, I I just thought that was kind she's of... She's a little bit of a cunt, Angelina Jolie. In, she's not one of my favorite people. <laughs> it was in poor taste. I thought it was in poor taste. But, 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 that's, I mean, but that's what I was mentioning before, how she knows how she's to talk to regular people. Calculating. Right. And she's calculating, yeah. you're saying. Yeah. Which is, the mastectomy has, could have had something to do with Brad's movie doing so well. Or she was afraid it was not going to do well. Hmm. I don't. I don't think it did well at all. Uh, hmm. World World War Z. I don't think it did well at oh, all. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I don't think it did that well. Yeah. I mean, but he's he's a he's a good guy. Like he just. I just think he needed to maturate. His subsequent projects have done wonderful. Mhm. You know, so I just think it was a matter of personal growth. So. Yeah. Okay, so give me, well, a, give me your next question. Um, well, recently, Ray J, Brandy's brother, yes. Yes. <laughs> was oh arrested because he smacked a woman's butt. <laughs> Good. I'm happy. And then he kicked... He kicked open, or he kicked through the glass door, and then he spit on the officer. And he spit on the officer? He he spat on the officer. He kicked the glass door open, and then he spat on them. And they arrested they arrested him for resistance of arrest, uh, battery mm-hmm. for the officer for spitting on mm. him, damaging property. Mm. <laughs> mm. 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 Now, one thing I noticed about Ray J, I don't really think about him. I loved Brandy. I don't think about him. He mm-hmm. has this strange fixation on Kim Kardashian of publicly yes, putting her about. down. It's year, how many years later, and he still talks about her? I think he gave her part of his proceeds from their sex tape as a wedding gift. <laughs> I saw that on the <laughs> He has this weird, <laughs> this weird attachment to her, and <laughs> well, you know, so, I mean, five years. Still, how long ago though? <laughs> like almost a Here's decade. Here's the thing: if you remember when he, when she, Kim, was about to marry Chris, Ray mm-hmm. J showed up again. He showed up at that time. He did, <laughs> right? <laughs> He you did. saw him on Wendy Williams, and you're like, what are you doing? Nobody cares about you, right? And I don't mean it that way, but come on. No, no one cares about him. Nobody cares about him. But he is looking obsessed over Kim. He's he one is. of those guys that you probably want to put a restraining, on, a restraining order on. He's becoming Lucy. I, I remember, wait, what did he say? 
His um his Twitter bio is I don't hang with stars, I create them. And I remember last year he had Kim Kardashian's Twitter handle in in his bio in his bio on Twitter. So I'm like, come on. <laughs> What's wrong with him? <laughs> in hindsight, because of all his antics, in hindsight <clears throat> you could tell that he sold that sex you could tell one that he did the sex tape as a just-in-case, one, mm-hmm. as a just-in-case, and two, when he got mad with her, he, that's when he sold the tape. It wasn't yep. like somebody stole it. He gave it away. Trust me. This guy is obsessed with Kim, and when he got burned by her, he was like, I'll fix you. Oh. He's a little boy. He's a little boy, and he still is. He never grew up. (laughs) No, no, he never grew up. When I look at him, I see a little boy. Yeah, maybe he's upset about still being uh, Brandy's little brother. (laughs) And I remember when he was upset about that, too. I, I hear you, Ray J. I hear you. Sucks to be you. You know, you got a lot of money to be who you are, you know, on Brandy's show. I have no sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> I have no sympathy. If I got that much money, I would just be a happy camper right now. It's like, stop. Like, you're spoiled. Stop. The bottom line is they had a five-year relationship. They never really, I don't know if you know it, but they never really talked about what broke them up. I don't think they did either. Right. But whatever broke them up, he's still upset. He's still in love with her. Period. And I got to tell you, sucks to be him because with Kanye on board and Chris Humphrey too. Chris Humphrey is actually a man's man. I actually like Chris Humphrey. I just thought he didn't know how to treat Kim very well. But with Kanye on board, oh, Ray J, no. Mm -mm. He is so jealous (laughs) that Kanye is not funny. (laughs) <laughs> did, did you did you see that song and video he put out called I Hit It First? Mm, I heard about it. I did. I, certain things I just can't watch. It's 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 really. I I think that was right after Chris Humphrey. Remember? No, he he released it after Kim and Kanye got engaged, or maybe <gasps> or maybe it was oh. after, either. It was either after they got engaged or after they announced the pregnancy. He released it. Oh. And I remember everybody was wondering if Kanye was going to respond. And I think Kanye mm-hmm. said he's nobody for what? <laughs> nope. Nope, he didn't. Mm-mm. The one thing you don't respond to is a child, and he didn't. I was very proud of Kanye. You know, I got to tell you, I'm loving Kanye. I'm loving this dude. I'm loving this dude. I like crazy. This guy, he's passionate. He is showing Kim and the world who his girl is. You know, I know. I I'm loving Kanye now. I love him separately. <laughs> I love him separately. I don't like him as Kanye. <laughs> well. Again, talking about Kim. That whole Kardashian family can just fall into a sinkhole. 
But now David. we have the Kyle, the Kyle sisters coming up, so they're never yeah. going to go away. Ever. <laughs> Ever. I like to see what they reinvent because, you know, their show is ending finally. It is? That's what I heard. I heard this is their last season. Oh, well, well, we'll do. I don't care. But you know what? But it may not be. You never know with these people. But I heard it was their last season. And I'm sure the Kyle Jenner sisters are going to be reinvented to take, mm-hmm. you know, you know, the reign because they're young and they can attach to that whole, you know, young grouping. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, what I think is going to be interesting in the next year between June 2014 and June 2015 are the comparisons between Kanye and Kim and Beyonce and Jay-Z. I want to know who's going to win the couples war. That's what I want to know. (laughs) (laughs) Who's going to win that war? (laughs) Both the women are gorgeous, right? Kim needs to stop messing with her face. Huh? She Kim needs to stop messing with her face. Well, she's in that category though. Like Beyonce, you know, sometimes <laughs> African American girls, you know, you know, black don't crack. <laughs> <laughs> Kim has been doing Botox, lip fillers. She's been doing that. She she was cute without it, but unfortunately, she's been doing that. So, I don't know. It's one of those things. Once you start, you can't not not do it. So, I don't know. But it'll be interesting to see, you know, with these two power couples, who's going to win that game. And Kanye's pretty passionate, pretty passionate. So, I can't imagine that Kanye is not going to be determined, determined to outdo anything that Jay-Z does. (laughs) Because they're competitive. The boys are competitive. They are. They, I mean, yeah. and, and he's he said that, I think, on his second album that he was going to be bigger than Jay-Z. Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh, my it's God. God. I can't it's wait. That song, uh, it's that song, it's Big Brother. It's going to be comedy. Huh? It's it's that song called Big Brother where he just says it's it's really competitive and how he looked up to him and how he's determined to be the number one and the best and, and to beat his brother. Uh-oh. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's going to be competitive, and it's going to be amazing to see. <laughs> Listen, Lavin, well, I'm ready to get out of here. Okay. If that's Okay. Yep, definitely. I, I just did. You have one last thing to say? Because you started to say something, I cut you off. Oh no! I said as as long as the ladies don't get involved anymore and they take cute pictures together, I'm fine. I don't care about the guys. I don't care. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. But remember, those two bitches are competitive too. <laughs> <laughs> don't get it twisted. They 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 just need to take some cute pictures together and keep it keep it fun keep it keep it cute. Be listen, quiet. listen. At the Met Gala, Beyonce and Rihanna stood side by side. They took a nice picture. The mm-hmm. two went their separate ways. They don't like each other either. 
(laughs) (laughs) Don't get it twisted. I and I thought it was hilarious. Well, I, I know that they don't like each other, but I thought it was hilarious that they only took one, actually, two pictures together, just two. But and one, one was the language. official. One was the official picture, and the other one, both she and Jay were given that church hug. <laughs> yes. And did you see their body language? They were both like mannequins. That's how much they hate each other. There was no warmth. <laughs> It was like putting two mannequins together and you pray that it looks natural. That's what it looked like to me. <laughs> well, you know you know what's kind of what's kind of sad is that Beyonce looks a little bit more when when you see the picture she looks a little bit more warmer with Kim. Like more willing to show Happiness. Absolutely. No, with absolutely. Kim I totally agree. Chris. I thought, no, I totally agree. I thought Rihanna was um, upstaging her a little. I think it's because Rihanna looked really young and fresh. And mm. Beyonce, she doesn't really, she doesn't really wear dark a lot. That's um, right. Mm-hmm. Excuse mm-hmm. me. She doesn't really wear dark a lot, so it was a departure for her. But Rihanna, Rihanna looked be- they both looked beautiful, but Rihanna looked happy because she was wearing white and her hair was up and it looked really fun. I don't know why, she but she reminded me of Whitney. That was really pretty, too. The dark, mm-hmm. like, uh, blueberry lipstick, that was pretty. <clears throat> but, but, yeah... <laughs> It's 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 going to be interesting because Kanye is determined and Jay is determined as well. <laughs> yeah. But you know what mm-hmm. I think is going to be more interesting is how the industry in general is reacting to Jay trying to build an empire because I think there's going to be a very strong backlash against Jay. I have to agree with you, Lavender. I think that... I think that uh, I think this whole Solange thing is going to be like the reason why things are going to crumble. But it's one of those things where people were, I think, kind of they were kind of waiting. They were like, "I wonder if ever he's going to fall." I wonder, but no one wanted to say it out loud, you know. And now it's like, "Oh, this is going to be great to watch." Yeah, I think he's going to get compromised. I, you know, I I think so too, but I I don't feel I don't feel that good about it because he I mean I don't really like him, but he is trying to build something, and he mm-hmm. he actually does give back to the community. He doesn't really uh, he gives back to the mm-hmm. community through his mother. Um, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not really going to enjoy it, even though I don't like him. <laughs> well, you know, coming from my world and my psychic world, sometimes it doesn't matter. Sometimes in my psychic world, you got to go back to your beginning. And so in the beginning, whatever he did, it does come back around. <laughs> Excuse me. So, 
it's not that I feel, you know, I don't want any ill will toward him as well, but from a spiritual standpoint, it's kind of like there's nothing you could do about it because whatever you did at this stage of your game, you, it, it has to go somewhere. And ultimately, it goes out into the universe. Whatever he did has affected many a people. And that energy comes back to the original owner. It's just what happened. It's kind of like the, the, and I don't know if this is anybody, so I don't want to, like, talk bad about anybody, but this is just what happened in a lot of scenarios. Like, it's kind of like um, the girl gets the married man and she gets him, and then ultimately the, that girl gets cheated on too. Mm. That's fast. That's fast, you know, fastness. It's energy. You know, and and most times, you know, what you put out is what you get back in return. <clears throat> so you can cover it up, his career, cover, cover it up a lot. You know, a lot of his history has been diminished. You know, I know people that don't even know things that went on in Brooklyn. So a lot of it has gotten diminished, but it doesn't mean it didn't happen. And so you can rise to the top, but this is spiritual. This is from a spiritual place. You can't stay there. Donald Donald Sterling's the same way. He rose to the top. He had a lot of money. He's a dirty dog. Came, you know, it came back to haunt him. Ironically, it came back to haunt him, you know, through a woman, through you know a mixed, you know, kind of um, ethnicity. It's it's ironic, but she's the one that took him down because you can't be dirty. It's it is what it is. So I don't feel bad for him, but I'm kind of sitting back going, I, I'm afraid for him. That's what I want to say. I'm afraid for him. And I'm also afraid that ultimately Beyonce is going to get caught up in it. In it. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's going to get scary it's, in a minute. It's, and, it's and, starting, and it may not get scary now. right away. Hmm? I, I, can, I can tell that it's starting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you usually after after looking at celebrity news for such a long time, you can you can kind of tell when the tide starts to change. That's right. And remember, we're in an era of internet, of information fast. This stuff is crumbling people, crumbling them. So, what you could hide before and get away with saying something and. Covering up, you can't cover it up anymore. I've watched Twitter take people down. Listen to this. Portia Williams is back on uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta because of the Internet. She was going to get fired. She was back? They all signed uh, back on, Lavender, all uh, of them. She's uh, back because of the Internet? Are you kidding me? I don't understand why she has so many fans. That is the one of the silliest broads that has ever been. I don't think she has that many been. fans. When I, she only had two hundred thousand, and Kenya only had well, two hundred thousand. Actually, actually, I think there are that many people who dislike Kenya, <laughs> <laughs> who are just happy that somebody dragged her across the floor. <laughs> that's actually what and I think happened. That's what happened. That's exactly what happened. Cause 
Kenya was going to get fired. She really didn't have a newsworthy, you know, angle. Um, and she was like, kind of like, she, was, she wasn't adding any value to it. So she definitely was going to get fired. She slammed Kenya to the floor. The media, t- I was watching some of the, the, the Twitter. They were like, fire her. Go ahead, fire her. Watch what happens. Bravo said, one of my psychic detectives on Twitter sent it to me today. Bravo said this was their highest rating season ever. So with that being said, they needed Nene Leak and they needed all the girls to come back. That included dumbass Portia. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, she has a new body and a slightly new face, so maybe she'll add something else new to the show. Oh. I think she will. To be honest with you, if I had been in her shoes, and took somebody down, and they still want to keep me, I'm coming back. I probably would come back as a Nene Leaks. I'd come back cocky, proud. <laughs> I'd be all up in Kenya's face. What, bitch, what? <laughs> <laughs> I would do that. I would come back a totally different woman because I know I have the people behind me. That's what I would do. <laughs> all right, Lavender, I better cut it off now. Thank you okay. so much. I love you. That's no problem. All right. Take it easy, and I'll talk to you again. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Hi, 504. Hi, Tracy. Ashley, how are you? I'm okay. What's I have going a question. On? Go for it. Okay. I met a guy like a, a month ago, okay? I've been dodging him because he's way older than me. Mm, okay. That's no problem. No, that's way older than you. He's, tw- that's not he's a problem. 21 years older than me. I don't care. I don't care. How does he treat you, Ashley? We have a, we have a date tonight. I just want to see his children since he's with me. Wait, what happened? He asked me out for a date, and I want to know his true intentions. Well, I mean, you're 21 years younger than him. The first thing he's going to want to do is sleep with you. Trust him. Trust that. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) That's insane. I've been ducking his name for the longest. What you say? I said I've been ducking him for the longest. I'd be gone by my friend. She had this shop. She started closing everything. And I bumped into him yesterday. I said, um, he said, why you haven't come? I said, well, we had a family get-together and everything. I'd be busy with church. He said, well, you all messed up a good thing. As my mind said, this man is working my nerves. Oh, he said you're messing up on a good thing, huh? Hmm. He's dating himself with that dialect of his. He's thirsty. He's thirsty. He's thirsty. I can't hear you. I don't know what you think. I say he's acting like he's thirsty, like he's desperate. Like he's thirsty. Well, he probably is thirsty. He probably is. But the good part is that he's really thirsty for you. So, um... Um, here's what I'm going to tell you. He's the type of guy that if you begin to date him, 
he will be kind to you. He will be. He will be kind to you. Um, in a way where he will show you what no other guy has shown you. Like, he'll say that. He'll be like, I know no other guy has done this for you. You know what I mean? He'll say stuff like that. You know, I feel like he'll say, I take care of my women. Like, he'll say stuff like that, right? And it's going to get to the point where you will enjoy it. You will kind of go, I like this, you know? He's a he's what I call a game changer. He's a game changer. And he changes your you inside your head. So initially when I was like, oh, he wants sex from you, that's not really it, to be honest with you. He's actually going to get inside your mind first. He's going to show you what you've never had. Um, he will fall in love easily with you. He will. Um, but he's coming to, like, give to you, to, to show you, to nurture you, to, you know, provide, like, to give to you. Like, he, like he doesn't, he, he's the type of guy, he's going to be like, my girl does not have to do that. You know, you're going to be like, well, let me give you gas money. He's going to be like, no, no. You know? Um, I think you worry a little bit. I think you worry a little bit because as he comes along, there's another guy that's in your age bracket that also comes along. And so it gets a little suspect as to what, what is it that you really want. Okay. I think you're a little embarrassed to be with an older guy. That's what I think. <laughs> he knows my mom, Tracy. <laughs> Huh? He knows my mom. Oh. <laughs> there you go. And, and the embarrassment is here. Right. There you go. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to say. However, Ashley, having a man that likes you is hard to find, that just likes you. Understand what I mean. I'm not asking you to like him. I'm saying half the battle is guy liking you. All right? That's half the battle. And so with that being said, this is a guy that's going to, I want to say love you, but I don't want to say it that way. He's going to be there. He's going to be there for you. He's going to get to know you. He's going to get to dissect you. He's going to get to know like little things about you. Like that's, that's who this guy is. He's a little bit of a showboat though. A little bit of a showboat. So if you can put up with, you know, some of his um, bragging that he might do, which that's the only thing I think that could be like annoying to you. If you can put yeah, up with that. Up and, huh? <laughs> I'm so proud. So, oh, yeah, I'm at the junction of the Yeah, he'll brag about you. Don't right. trust. I mean, mm-hmm. but he also feels like a good deal to me. Mm-hmm. So, here's what I would say. I would say invite him in. Invite him in. 
go out on a date, you know, if you're going to be, you're going to be this, I can, already, I can see the dates, you're going to be like a little snobbish with him regardless, you know, be whatever you want. But he's going to ask you out again. And I would say, when he asks you out again, go. And I will say, when he asks you out again, go. Because you're going to like him ultimately. You're just going to go for it. He feels really, really good to me. Back my mind, thinking about the guy you told me we're in August. And through December, I don't want to get too involved. You said you think this is a guy I saw back in December coming in? Yeah, you said August through December. I said back in my mind, I don't want to get too involved, and I'd be torn between guys. Ah, so it's coming to fruition finally. Well, the old guy comes first. There is another guy, and I don't mean to call him an old guy. God, I'm so sorry. If he doesn't look old, that's good. Then it's really good. Um, <clears throat> hold on a second. I see the call. Hello? Ashley? Yes. Ashley. Oh, my God. I must have kicked myself off the switchboard. And so I'm talking to you, and then I went to another caller, no response. I'm like, what happened? And then I realized I kicked myself off. I'm so <laughs> glad you stayed on. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. I'm so not the professional. Okay, so just to wrap this up, I don't know if it was the last thing that you heard, but the last thing I was trying to tell you was give this guy a chance. You know where we left off when I told you back of my mind you said about the the next guy, the serious guy through August through December of this year? Uh-huh. And the, the key word was Mickey Mouse. Is that what I said to you? The key word was Mickey Mouse? Yeah, the last reading I had with you and you told me the serious, serious guy. I will uh-huh. meet August through December. Uh-huh. And I'm conflicted. If I'm getting involved with this older guy, what about the next guy that who is serious for the long term? Okay, but thing? here's the thing. I also said I didn't know which one. In this reading, I said I didn't know which one was going to, okay, so you said in December I saw this guy coming through, and you weren't, you were going to be a little hesitant, right? Yes, like torn between guys. Torn between this guy and another guy, and I said that back in December. And so the one guy has shown up, right? Because the other guy has not shown up yet, we're not going to look to the future. You today decide 
to begin the process of what it means to date this one. Energetically, the other guy is coming regardless energetically. But I don't want you focused on a guy that's not showing up yet. Okay, just focus on this one. Focus on this one. My son used to be an actor, right? And we used to wait for the big role. He, like, they would call us. It would be like he's on hold for a big movie role. And then they would call us and they go, he's on hold for a little tiny role, right? And then mm-hmm. they would call us and say, he got the little tiny role. Oh, no, they would call. So, no, okay. So they would call us, and then, and then I would say, okay, if we're on hold for the tiny role, which all of a sudden I'm disappointed in. What about the big role? And then my son's agent would say, we're not going to look to the future. We're going to wait until one of them picks him. When the one that picks him, he's going to take that one. And if we could negotiate the other one, we'll negotiate the other one. But he very well could lose the other one because we're going to take the one that comes through first. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yes. And I always remembered that, and I always wondered why that was so important. And this is one of the reasons why that experience of mine is important, putting it on you. Let's not worry about a guy that hasn't come through yet. Okay. This guy is trying to date you. I'm trying to tell you he is going to be that type of guy that is going to date you in such a way that he is going to get you to enjoy him. You will enjoy him. Your biggest problem will be his age. The next guy that comes along is going to be in your age bracket. I'm not telling you. Huh? He has a son my age. Okay. You're not going to be dating a son. I don't want to tell him again when you say, oh, dang, you're dating a female my age. I'm dating this old guy. (laughs) Listen, I looked at the card. He's five for you. He's qualified. Don't put age in it. Give him half a chance. I already see you're going to be a little cocky with him when you do go out on a date. He's going to accept it. He's going to ask you out again. You're going to act a little cocky again. But he's going to just, not diffuse, um, Maybe the word is diffuse, your spirit, because he's going to show you what a man looks like. That's how he's showing up. And I got to tell you, he's in a category to show you that. The younger guy, he may not have the same umph about him. So allow yourself this experience, even though the next guy is coming along, enjoy, figure out what this feels like, figure out, like, what this means for you, so that when the next guy comes along, at the same time, by the way, you've invested so much in this guy that just maybe, I'm not going to say what's going to happen because it's it's not worth my while to do that (laughs) for for you today, you may discover he may put you in a position where you will never look at another guy, ever. (laughs) So... I would say okay. give him half a chance. Um, I guess I'll get ready for this date. <laughs> I mean, don't be so reluctant. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. I'm just saying you could miss a really good opportunity. 
And that's what I'm here for. I'm just here to let you know, don't be so scared. It's just a date. Okay. All right, honey. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. Get going. I'll talk to you on Facebook. Okay. Okay, take it easy. Bye. See you later. Okay, bye-bye. Hi, 617. You're on the line. Hi, Tracy. This is Lisa. How are you? Not bad, Lisa. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. I liked your show with Malcolm. Did you really like it? Yes, I did. Be honest. Be honest. I'm I'm very honest. I'm telling you, I liked it. You enjoyed it? Yes. Did you find him knowledgeable? Yes, and very interesting. The both of you together. Find, you did find a segment interesting. Okay, thank mm-hmm. you. I really appreciate you saying that. Thank you so much. Yes, I, I okay. actually did. Yes. Yeah. Now, will he be on, now will he be coming on the show with the two of you? Well, or will it be just... well I, I was thinking about doing it in a way where it's newsworthy, newsworthy. Mm. So yes. because he's sports-slash-political, mm-hmm. there tends to be something sports going on. There tends to be something political going on. Mm-hmm. I was going to see how he felt about today's show, okay. and then I was going to allow him to lead it in the future because there's so much mm. I don't know about sports. Right. He could actually, like, look at something and go, oh, I could talk about this, you know. So I was going to, like, have a conversation with him to see mm-hmm. how he can manifest that where it's an educational thing. And yeah. I love learning about sports, so that's why, like, I brought him on board because I, I listen best. I'm a really mm-hmm. good listener. Yes. So. Yes, I, I, actually, I I'll, liked I'll, it. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Yes, yes. You know? Mm-hmm. Well, like what's it. going on with you? But thank you. Thank you for saying that. Oh, really ab- absolutely. It. Absolutely. I mean, you, you do a very good job on the show. You really do. Very, very good. I try. Like, I, I put my foot in it. I stir it up. I put my I, get I love it, though. <laughs> I love it. Though. <laughs> it's dirty. <laughs> And I try to be fun. Like, I'm not one of those, oh, you have to, you know, you know, the spirit's the thing. Like, I'm not that, I'm not good that way. Exactly. That, that, that's what makes you unique and very Thank different you. from, from others. You. You, you really do. You, 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 you spice it up and you make it fun. I mean, you, you're just really, it's really fun. good at what you do. Yeah. <laughs> very, very fun. good at what you do. Yeah. Thank you. Very, very good at what you do. What's going on? Actually, I was... Are you good? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I just finished it. Okay. I'm I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Um, I was just wondering, um, do you see a relationship for me anytime this year or next year? Okay. When was the last time you were in a relationship? Oh, Lord. Seven years ago. Oh, hell no. No no no, 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 I don't even see that. No, that wasn't even a relationship, no. I'm going to say... You can't even count <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to keep it real. It wasn't, it wasn't a relationship. Um, I'm going to say probably about 10, 10 11 years ago. Okay. And, that, okay. and, and I, was, I was married. 
Okay, let's stop that. Let me, before I do the reading, because I haven't just sure. paused it, let okay. me tell you what you need to start doing. Okay. All right? You need to start deciding that you are lovable, whatever that means for you. Yes. Yes. Oh, thank you. You get that. Oh, yes. I'm lovable. That means yes. you need to start wearing colors that invite love energy. Yes. And you don't have to be a fan of pink, but pink invites love. That yes. means okay. when you go to the supermarket, mm-hmm. pick up a bunch of flowers in pink. Okay. Do you understand? Yes. Wear a pink sock, pink hat in the wintertime. You know, okay. you have to start inviting love essence. I would also, okay. I would also start purchasing pink pajamas, mm-hmm. pink yes. pajamas, <laughs> okay. because it's about preparation. When we diminish mm. our energy for love or mm. for sex, mm, but, sex yeah. red, but sex is red, so we're not really talking about sex, mm-hmm. because at some stage in our lives, we kind of don't want just the sex anymore. Exactly, We don't yes. want that. You know, yes. we want somebody that's going to embrace the loving side of us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, it's like, yes. like when I do my videos, if you look at my videos, mm-hmm. there's a pink bow, you know, behind me, like crowning my head. And it's oh. symbolic for, yeah, and it's symbolic for, hey, public, love me. Love me. Okay. So they look at the pink bow, and then it it filters down through my crown chakra. There's all okay. kinds of things that you can do to start inviting love energy. Okay. Now, okay. the other thing I'm going to tell you and the rest mm-hmm. of Psychic America is there are some mantras on the Internet, mm-hmm. on YouTube. Look okay. up love, love mantras. And choose okay. one that resonates with your soul. There's a lot of them, but choose okay. one that resonates to your soul. And there are the mantras. The mantras are odd, so it could be uncomfortable in the beginning. But some of the mantras are like, um, yum, 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 yee, ya, ya, ya. It's kind of like that because it's Indian. Okay. Okay. But it changes up your kundalini. It changes up your, your molecular structure. It okay. starts relaxing you because now you know you're listening to the mantras because this is what you want to invite. And okay. It actually does work. Now, for me personally, I listen to um, mantras. I also listen to Abraham Hicks um, before mm, I yes. go to bed. Mm-hmm. Before I go to yes. bed, I put on my iPhone, put the timer on. I go into a meditative state listening to either the mantras or Abraham Hicks, and I'm happy, you know, because it puts me, it's giving me the development that I need to get to the vibration that I need. Okay, so mm, with that okay. being said, you yes. put in the work first. You put in the yes. work. I promise you love will come. The other thing okay. they're telling me to tell you is mm-hmm. white is really important for you as well. Yes. The color mm. white. So I would say for the summer, mm-hmm. we're more white. We're more okay. any, any hues of pink. I don't care if it's hot pink to soft pink. Any hues okay. of pink. All right. That includes jewelry. You know what I mean? Like, don't make yourself yes. crazy. If if there's a T-shirt for twenty dollars and jewelry for a dollar at the ninety-nine cent store, buy the jewelry for the dollar. Don't make yourself okay. crazy. It's just change the pattern of what you want to embrace for yourself, and okay. love will come. To you. 
That makes sense. So now I'm pulling the card on your love life. Because it certainly is time. Because we want to re-embrace that chocolate. Now, once you work on your love, yes. that, that essence, then we'll work on your sex chakra. And I'll tell you what to do for that. Oh, by the way, yes. don't be afraid to buy <laughs> You're like, oh, hell, let's start with that first. <laughs> Don't be afraid to buy candles that are white, mm. candles that are pink, candles that okay. are fuchsia. Whatever you do, I would stay away from red, though. Oh, yes. I would stay away from red today, right now. Stay away from red. Because okay. red okay. will bring you that, that loving Scorpio type of guy that will mm-hmm. be, like, all over you, tell you what you want. Get what he wants, and he's gone. Right, okay. So I don't want you to embrace red right now. Okay. Okay, That makes sense. Okay. What state are you coming from? What is 617? Uh, Massachusetts. Okay. Um. The guy that's coming to you looks like he's somehow around, surrounded around um, a hospital. Mm, okay. Right? Hospital, nursing care, hospital, you know, dialysis, hospital, you mm-hmm. know, something. Um, mm-hmm. Paramedic. Um, he might be the UPS guy that delivers to the hospital. He's somehow connected to the hospital. Okay. Or a hospital. There's a connection to a hospital. Okay. Um, I'm giving you a description. You should know him because he probably comes with a couple of kids. Okay. All right. Um, he's family-oriented. He's family-oriented mm-hmm. or, or, or you may know his family. Okay. You may already know him. You may already know him or know his That's family. That's Why? interesting that you're saying this. Okay. Is Why? because I know someone who's actually a dermatologist. Ah, okay. Now I don't mm. know he's family oriented. Mm-hmm. Very much he is family very oriented. Much, okay. Very, very you know very much into the family. I'm not sure if he has any children. That I don't know. Okay. You know, I'm not always going to hit it out the ballpark. <laughs> but you may be you right. You may any... be right. I just don't know if he has any children. You may be, you may be correct. Okay. Oh, you can let me know. Do you have any children? No, I do not. Are you ready for children? No. I'm beyond, I'm beyond you... physically giving birth. You're beyond physically giving birth. Okay. Then the children yes. come from him then. The children okay. are associated with him. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that information. Um, I've got to tell you, it looks like he was married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks like he was married. And mm-hmm. um, I feel like, oh, I get it. I, he, it looks like he was married, and I believe he was probably married to someone who was equally status, equal status, equal professional. Mm-hmm. I also believe that um, they're not together anymore, and I believe they're not together because I think she was 
more concerned about her career. Okay. I also think that this dermatologist guy, I think he's a regular Joe. Yes. I think he's a nice guy. He's a regular Joe that happens to be a dermatologist. Yeah. Two different things. Mm-hmm. And I think, don't get me wrong, and I'm not calling him a name, but I think his ex-wife is what I believe. I don't think they're separated, ex-wife. I think mm-hmm. that she thought he was boring. Oh. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, I think he's a regular Joe. I think he's, yeah. like... He doesn't have that, like, um, you know, sailing the high seas kind of personality. Mm, mm, He's an everyday yes. guy, an everyday family yes. guy. He loves his family. Like, that's right. all that matters to him. He doesn't need more right. than that. But he right. happens to be a dermatologist. Good for me. Yes. Good for me. Yes. You know? And I think he yes. married someone that whose aspirations were really strong for her career, a little more fast-paced, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. ultimately it didn't align any longer. Okay. Okay. What's your sign? I'm an Aries. You're an Aries. Okay. And how's work for you right now? Because I get something about work here as well. Um, actually, I'd like to move on. Okay. Find something else. Okay. I would say do it. Okay. I would say the timing is right for you to do it, and I think if you decide to do it today, you could mm-hmm. have what you want by August. Oh, oh, okay, good, good. So I would good. say if it's time to move on, do it while you're working, first of all. Don't let something happen at your job where you're so mm-hmm. disgusted that you'll leave, that you'll take any job. I'm always worried when people that I don't, don't want do to the do. right thing for themselves. No, no, take yeah. your time, look yeah. for another job, something definitely is going to come up for you, and it comes up around August. The only problem that I see is that mm-hmm. when the job comes up, they're going to need mm-hmm. you right away. You won't be able to give two weeks' notice. They're going to be like, can you start now? Okay, okay. Because what it is, I, I work part-time, and I do um, overnight stocking. All right. Well, then you, then you can look for a job. Pick for you. Yes, yes. Good. Why, what, why, what, why, what came up in, in, the, in the work area? Oh, one of my cards. Well, first of all, I got the mm-hmm. Queen of Wands. You said you were Aries, right? Mm-hmm. Next yes. to the Queen of Wands is the Knight of Pentacles. The Knight of Pentacles is my work card. Wow. That is employment, new employment. Next to the Ooh. Knight of Pentacles is the Eight of Wands. So that's wow. how I pushed it back to employment because something's coming for you. Something's opening oh, up and it's yours to have. Yes. Oh, this is so good. Oh, this now, is good. Now, what I got out of this, is that mm-hmm. take your time, yes. take your time, you're working, that's half the yes. battle, take yes. your time, and something's going to show up. Because of the eight of wands, the way it showed up next to employment is that they're going to say, we need somebody right away. When can you start? Okay. And you, you're you allowed to say tomorrow. Oh, that's yes. not a problem. Tomorrow. <laughs> Yes, that's true. You know? Yes. Um, yes. Hold on. Hold on. Let me just make this announcement because I don't want anybody to get off the line. Okay. Um, I have a few more callers on the line. Don't hang up. I will take you, okay, even though I already did two hours. But don't hang up. <laughs> I will take you. I just want to remind everybody that this is Psychic Tracy Brown. Join me on Twitter at Pop Culture Psychic. And if you want your own reading, 
call me at the Green Man store at 818-985-2010. But everybody else, stay on the line. Don't hang up. Okay, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Let me ask you something. Do you do parties? Do do you do parties? You know, at my other job, I did do parties. They're exhausting. Parties are exhausting. Let me tell you something. I do Christmas parties, right? They're so exhausting. Mm -hmm. It's usually like two or three psychics together, right? But I'm also very competitive, Mm -hmm. right? Okay, so (laughs) there'll be a psychic. (laughs) There'll be a psychic one day, psychic another day, and and then there'll be me. I will have a line out the door. Oh, I can imagine. Yes. I've had other psychics go, we weren't that busy, and I go no. <laughs> <laughs> but they're exhausting, and I will have a line out the door, and yes. I've had the party be over. Like I've had, I've had a woman get a reading because it's always a girl thing. Go back and get her husband. Wow. And then I, yes, yes. I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> Parties are exhausting. I'm not a fan of parties. (laughs) (laughs) And then you can go. Let me get up out of here. Okay. Thank you. All right. You're welcome, honey. Keep me posted. Absolutely. It's always always a pleasure with you, Tracy. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Lisa. I appreciate you calling. Thank you so much. Many blessings, honey. Thank you. Did you join me on Twitter? I see. I don't believe in that. I don't do Twitter or any of that stuff. I'm that old school. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. At least do Twitter and then join me. At least Twitter. Okay. Okay, right. I will do that. Just get I will a do Twitter that. account and join me. You'll be surprised how much fun it is to communicate on Twitter. Okay, I will do that. Okay, I'll talk to you later. All right, honey. Blessings to you. Blessings right, to you too, Lisa. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hi, 682, you're on the line. Oh, can you hear me, Tracy? I can hear you for this. Oh, Crystal. Hi, Crystal. How are you? This is my first time ever calling in on your show. I usually miss your show. Now, wait a second. Which Crystal is this? I'm in Texas, Crystal Crystal Dotson. Crystal, hi, honey. Yes. I'm going to be five. I got more than one crystal that I know. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it's a pretty popular name. I like my name, though. Exactly, but you spell yours with a K, and the other crystal I know spells it with a C. How are you? What's going on? Well, I'm trying to move. I'm trying to get out of that apartment oh, and find yes. me somewhere. Hold on Bye. a crystal. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Hello? Hi. Okay, thanks. Okay, bye-bye. Crystal? Yes. Crystal. Crystal. Yes, you hear me? Yeah, don't be mad. I told my job that I would be available to work at 2 o'clock, and I just figured okay. I would stay on the line until I got a call, but I have a job to do. So. Okay. Why don't, let me take your number down, and why don't we touch base later? But don't okay. hang up yet. I guess, I guess take okay. Your oh, you know what? I'll just screenshot it. Okay. 
So with that being said, I am so sorry, Crystal, and there's other callers on the line. I am so sorry they're making me work, which I got to make money. All right. Thank you, everyone. Bye, Crystal. Bye. Bye, honey.